0: What to do when you are not truly appreciated and get your own back. Hi there, this is John Kay and welcome to this edition of the Leadership Advantage podcast. I'm going to take a wild guess here. that Your work and your life has become more demanding. Furthermore, I can be pretty certain That you feel undervalued. I'll even dare to suggest that your pay is not the main issue in you feeling undervalued. Rather, it's because it seems that no one truly appreciates the value that you deliver. There's something deep inside our psyche that screams out to be appreciated. When we're not appreciated, then our satisfaction with life, with our job, with ourselves, is diminished. You might have quit a job to take another with more salary in the belief that you would feel better, and for a while that might have worked well enough. But after the honeymoon was over and the realities of every day started to take their toll, even the extra money began to seem insufficient. The offer of a higher salary felt good because it aroused your anticipation of pleasure, which increased the dopamine in your brain, making the offer attractive. But dopamine short-lived in making us feel good so we seek another dose and another and another and then some more and that's not necessarily a good thing sadly the extra cash doesn't ever deliver the anticipated long-term happiness what we're really after is some oxytocin and a dose of serotonin we want to feel loved or at least a sense of belonging to a trusted tribe from the oxytocin and we want a sense of delighted satisfaction with the serotonin and what better way to feel valued than someone else to appreciate you for your contribution You feel more loved, appreciated, thanks to the oxytocin. And you'll feel more satisfied thanks to the serotonin produced when you are appreciated by someone else. So how do you get your boss, your colleague, staff, partner, kids, parents, customer to appreciate you for, well, anything at all? You could be giving the very best possible service, providing the very best of you and yet still it seems to go unnoticed. You could yell and scream and beg them to appreciate you. You could throw a hissy fit and stomp off telling them that they don't deserve you. You could just suck it up and think that life is like that and people are unappreciative you could also try and stop being so wonderful and find out if they even notice or you could try something radical that actually works what if you could feel truly appreciated and deeply satisfied with every single day if you could experience a more joyful appreciative and considerate workplace and it only costs you seven minutes a day and what if in doing so you really got revenge on all those thankless ungrateful people who really should have appreciated you a long time ago In an earlier podcast, I shared about the seven most important minutes of your day. Well, here's another hack for your joyous delight and satisfaction. That could be an additional seven minutes, or instead, it's up to you just how much joy you want in your life. Well, you can have it all, and you can have it today. So... You've tried one or more of the tactics everyone uses at some point in their life to get the appreciation you so richly deserve to know about. Or was it? It is possible that they did try to show you their appreciation, they just used the wrong language. And by language, I mean your language of appreciation. Dr. Gary Chapman and Pauline White wrote a wonderful book called The Five Love Languages that has impacted millions worldwide with their love and marriages. And they've written a version for work uh, because it seems that love is a bit too squishy and personal for the workplace. But it's called The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. On how to effectively communicate appreciation at work using the five languages that matter to people essentially each of us feels appreciated in different ways that is we have a different language of appreciation typically we will use the language of appreciation that matters to ourselves. if you have a different language of appreciation my appreciation of you goes unnoticed It's as if I'm speaking perfect French and you only understand Chinese. Most if not all I speak will just be nonsense to you. Similarly you speaking Chinese will make no sense to me. So there are five languages of appreciation and the first is words of affirmation. You're using words to communicate a positive message, for example, praise for accomplishments, speaking or writing to affirm someone's character. The second language of appreciation is quality time. It's giving someone your undivided time and attention. For example, having a quality conversation with someone or sharing experiences in something like a retreat or small group dialogues. The third language is acts of service, where you pitch in to help and get things done, though always ask first in case your service is unwanted. But for example, helping someone carry resources into a meeting room, arranging food for the team when they're working late on a project. The fourth language are tangible gifts. This is where you are offering thoughtful, non-monetary gifts, such as tickets to a concert, a special treat from another country you just visited, but not from the airport store. Okay. And the fifth is physical touch, using encouraging touch in appropriate ways. Perhaps less valued in the workplace, and certainly very sensitive form of appreciation, but it can still be relevant. For example, shaking hands, giving high fives. Take a moment to reflect and identify your primary and secondary languages of appreciation. Like most people, you'll speak all five languages, but two will likely resonate the most with you. If you're stuck, ask your life partner or best friend also identify the one that is least important to you this one will be pretty meaningless to you when given my own least important language is physical touch just doesn't do it for me in the work environment i'd much rather someone wrote me a note or pass over a bottle of nice whiskey they grabbed at the duty free Um, and please do take these as hints when someone writes me an email to tell me they liked something I wrote or that they enjoyed the workshop, hey, I'm on cloud nine. Pass me a bottle of decent Chianti and I feel truly appreciated. How about you? What makes you feel best appreciated? You can also take an assessment to find out. It's at the appreciationatwork.com website. The link's on the show notes. I'm not affiliated by the way, just sharing, it's a small act of service. You must beware your bias. Because I like words of affirmation and tangible gifts, Hmm. I might assume that this is true for you, for everyone. And because I'm not a great fan of physical touch to show appreciation, again, I might assume that this is true for you. It could be wrong. We often find in the workplace that someone who feels greatly underappreciated by their boss has primary and secondary languages not shared with the boss. For example, one client I worked with recently she wanted to hear their boss appreciate them in public. Their boss is a quality time and gifts person and shows her appreciation through spending time with people and giving them little trinkets from her travels. Works very well for some, but not this particular client. He doesn't even notice and was convinced that his boss never ever showed him any appreciation. to get people to appreciate you? You may well be thinking by now, John, this is all well and good, but how does me knowing that this get other people to appreciate me? When I was first starting out in my career, I honestly thought that I should be appreciated for doing my job. Seems that like I was mistaken about that. So all I had to do was something beyond my job. Uh, seems I was also wrong about that. Eventually, after many years, I came to the conclusion that in order to be appreciated, I just had to go out of my way to be especially awesome and incredibly helpful to my boss, and then he would appreciate me. Um, also wrong. Unless you have been especially blessed with a particularly unusual creature as your boss, then you have discovered the same to be true and it's also not a case that they are really appreciating you with a, but with a different language then you knowing this does not of itself get you appreciated but we can as I mentioned earlier do something truly radical that will simulate appreciation and you will feel fantastically awesome. And that's what we're going to learn next. Remember, I shared with you about oxytocin making you feel loved, trusted and appreciated. And remember that serotonin helps you feel a sense of delighted satisfaction. And that feeling of euphoric happiness is down to a dose of dopamine. Well, these three chemicals are triggered when we are appreciated in our preferred language. What neuroscience also tells us is that these three chemicals are similarly triggered when we appreciate others. That is, giving appreciation to others makes you, the giver, feel loved, trusted and appreciated. Giving others appreciation makes you, the giver, feel a sense of delighted satisfaction. And appreciating others deliberately as a regular behavioural goal gives us a feeling of euphoric happiness. Wow! See, you can't make others appreciate you. But you sure can appreciate others and you get the benefit of course they get the benefit of being appreciated too so this is actually even more powerful than simply being appreciated by someone else yes you give them appreciation and you get the benefit too mind-blowing huh don't believe me well is it worth just seven minutes of your day each day for just one week. But if this is true, John, surely everyone would be doing this. I appreciate others and they get the benefit and I get the benefit too? Absolutely. You get to give others appreciation to selfishly make yourself feel great joy and satisfaction. The trouble is, is that most people seem to be wired to remain miserable dissatisfied and are waiting cynically expectant that someone, anyone, will one day notice them and appreciate them. And since nobody does that, they're determined not to do so for anyone else and make the first move because, let's face it, they don't deserve it. Which I say is a terrific starting point because you ain't doing it for them. You're doing it for you that they happen to benefit merely makes the world a tad better place. Wow, imagine if everyone caught this selfish appreciation bug and everyone was appreciative of everyone else. What a sickly, happy world of joyous people it would be. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. If you would like to take the challenge and prove to yourself that giving just one person appreciation for something real In their preferred language, each day for just one week will lift your own feelings of satisfaction, trust, appreciation and happiness. Then just give me seven minutes of each day for this next week and I guarantee joyous results for you. Here's what you'll be doing. One, you're going to make a list of seven people randomly chosen from your work, after work and home environments. Number two, you're going to identify for each person their preferred language. Number three, you're going to observe or recall one, just one specific real thing that you can genuinely appreciate about them. You add those notes to your list. Number four, share your appreciation with them in their preferred language and add this to your list. Number five, tick off their name from your list. I've even created a simple list template that you can use. download from the show notes. So let me wrap this up with empowering you to do it. You start by making a list. Choose one person at random from your work or your non-work or your home life. Someone who you see or work with on a regular basis and write their name on your list. Now identify for that person their preferred language and you could do so by observing them informally in three areas their behavior requests of others and complaints behaviors about three quarters of people express their appreciation in the way that they themselves would like to be appreciated by observing your target individual's behavior for example do they praise others or the meal that they enjoyed? Or do they buy gifts, put a hand on someone's shoulder as affirmation? Or do they offer to help? You can guess their likely primary appreciation language. Second area you can observe is how they make requests to others. Observe how they make requests to others. For example, do they invite other people to their place for dinner? Do they request help with projects? Do they take time to ensure that they understand you? All of these give clues about what matters to them. And thirdly, you can observe complaints. We tend to complain about what hurts us most. For example, my boss has no time to discuss anything. No one notices what I do. No one tells me anything good. Write your guess for their most likely language on your list, beside their name. Next, observe or recall just one specific behaviour, activity, task, something that they have done that you genuinely can appreciate. It does not have to be mega fantastic. It can be incredibly mundane, but it is something that you can genuinely appreciate. It could be the way they closed a the deal, or how they just greeted a co-worker, or the structure of a report, or that they made good eye contact with everyone when making that last presentation. Have a note of this specific thing to your list now. It's now time to turn the world upside down and inside out. Not get appreciation, but give it. Choose a suitable moment today and share your appreciation for that thing they did in their preferred language. Write an affirming note or post-it. Stick it on their computer screen. Use words of affirmation or offer to and follow through help with them for something. Arrange time to sit down and have a chat. And by what that I mean ask and listen get and give them something tangible that they would like and give it to them or maybe give them a high five all while telling them why you appreciate them that done tick their name off your list it's completely selfish because giving appreciation randomly to others will make you feel better. You'll generate dopamine because you're hitting your target i this person's name off your list. Serotonin deep satisfaction and pride and oxytocin you are giving love. Identify them observe them and offer genuine specific appreciation for one thing in their language. One person Each day, for one week, for one thing. That's it. Should I do this to my boss? Sure, why not? I'll bet they could use a lift too. What about my partner? For certain. In one week, tell me. An email would be terrific. How awesome you feel. And if you've never done this before, Those individuals may well begin regarding you with suspicion about your intention, your state of mind, and may even ask if you have a life-threatening condition. Don't fret about it. Once you've experienced the personal benefits to your own joy, health and well-being, you'll be keeping this going and maybe you'll share your secret with others and they too can selfishly be more joyous and satisfied whilst appreciating others and making them feel appreciated and satisfied. Could grief. Imagine a world where everyone was appreciative of others. How weird would that be? I appreciate you taking the time to listen and enjoy this podcast. Be greatly blessed. Bye. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode and we'll share some highlights with the people you care about most. My team and I are working on a series of exciting new projects in this art and neuroscience of hacking expert leadership to unstuck your true potential in life and work. To learn more, visit leadershipadvantage.com or just search for Dr. John Kenworthy and connect with me.